edition of the Bullheaded Podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Sean Tyson, and I am here with my guys, Zoo and P. Bush. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Great weekend of football. Absolute rebound of a weekend from that horrible wild card weekend that we had watched two weeks ago. So, yes. man, absolutely exciting. Um, devastating for some. Maybe a one out of three on this podcast might be rather devastated. Uh, I'll let his face say it. But, uh, no, other than that, Bulls sliding a little bit, but they're holding on by a thread. Let's just hope they can keep it going. Man, that was the saddest game of football I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> The Green Bay Packers, a team that was favored to destroy them, five and a half point spread. Supposed to be an easy W, even though I was scared. I was worrying 49ers. Yeah. I was scared of that team. I was scared of them against that. That was like, do you know? Do you know what I wanted? The Dallas Cowboys. That That's yeah, what I wanted. The Dallas Cowboys. But when the 49ers, I was like, ooh, it's a little tough. It was a little tough. But man, ten points. Ten points. That's all I gotta say. Aaron Rodgers scored ten points. That was the worst game I've ever seen in my entire life of football history. It hurt so much. That night was a sad, sad night, man. I didn't get, I didn't get much sleep that night, man. I just went straight to bed. I was just sitting there in disbelief for a couple hours. The next day, I woke up, felt sad, so I didn't leave my room for the next seven hours <laughs> until the next game of football game started. But, my God, that game was so, so depressing. Zoop, welcome to just being a Bears fan week in and week out. I know, I know, I know. You get it once a year. I get it every eight, now 18 weeks out of the year pretty oh, much. Oh, but it's such a tease, man. Number one seed, yeah, first yeah. round by Lambeau Field. It was cold. They're coming from San Francisco, not used to the cold weather. Still is. Yeah. And it the is. defense played well. That was the thing. That, 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 that probably is the nail in the back. Just the... Yep. Just the entire defense played its ass off the entire game, and mm-hmm. you only mustered to get ten points. You know, I don't feel too sorry for Green Bay fans because, like I, I said, pre-production, you've had guys had Hall of two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back, and they played a really long time. Um, but that that doesn't that's probably one of the worst. You know, everything's in the moment, but that might be one of Aaron Rodgers' worst loss that he's ever experienced. Absolutely. Like, has I think it's ironic. Because you can't even blame the defense, man. Yeah. Right. The That's 49ers, always been his blame. The 49ers scored 13 points, man. Aaron Rodgers scored seven points in the first five minutes of the game and yeah. had three points in the last 55 minutes. Shot out of a cannon. They yep. shot out like they, they were good. I was like, I was like, damn, yeah. it could be a blowout. First bad game one. of the week. I was like, I don't care if I got my money on the Packers. But my oh my, I was so wrong. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I do think that everything will work itself out with the Green Bay Packers, and they may get over the hump, but that will be contingent. <laughs> On Aaron, yeah, they're a joke. Figuring they're it an out, embarrassment. Bro. They gotta figure it. They're out. like the Dallas Cowboys now. They're just such a tease every year, man. They're mm-hmm. such a tease. All this, I mean, fight, they had it. All this momentum, all this talent. We got this Matt Lafleur. We got Aaron Rodgers. I told you last pod. I don't know. We got to see what he can do because I saw ten points on offense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he's Devontae, got and Devontae Adams was balling. Aaron Jones was balling. Nobody else got like a single target. I feel like. And yeah, I think that's what it touchdown. is. You know, as much as people – and that's what I think it is for Green Bay, I think, to take the next step because they've kind of had this thing with – and that, it's funny how we just all jumped into the Green Bay discussion. But, you know, that's what we're talking about, guys and girls who are listening to the first sec, uh, section of this podcast. We're talking about the uh, 
divisional round. I think for Green Bay to take the next step is they're going to have to get more playmakers at the receiver position that are legit options. You can't have the fall off that they have from Devontae to the next guy because what happens is if you run into a defense with San Francisco, they could just be middle of the road or good. They're going to be able to take away that number one option. Mm-hmm. And if you really look around the league, every team for the most part has two to three guys. Look at look at everybody's hey, – we all love Cincinnati. We all love what they're doing. He has three legit receivers and an elite running back. Joe Burrow, like I say, credit to him. Joe Cool, he does what he does. But he has three elite – you could say two elite receivers because I think T. Higgins is really good. And Jamar's already established himself as number one. You go down the line, San Francisco, they might be an outlier – but their elite guy not only plays receiver as an elite level, he's an elite level running back. And they have an elite tight end. I think Green Bay has gotten away with the fact because their division has been kind of mediocre. So they coasted their division. Mm. And what happens is Devontae's been great. He's like he's an elite number one, but they don't have that second or third star. Now they do have a great back. And I'm not excusing Aaron Rodgers because he he got he gagged it. Like it, he didn't do well. I, we all saw that. But that's the only thing I can really see because unless he comes back, now if he doesn't, if he tends to go to another team, then guess what? You know, you got to build with Jordan Love, and I guarantee you they're going to get some receivers in because he's not going to be in a position to be carrying the team like Aaron Rodgers will. But that's just my observation. Like, Aaron Rodgers gagged it. He screwed it up. He didn't do well. We all know that. But for Green Bay to take next step – well, how about get a number one receiver next year in the draft and stop drafting guys in the third and fourth round? They got lucky with Devontae. He was like a second or third round pick. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's and not to be the honest, issue, he might man. be a product of nah, that. It's not the issue. Man. The weapons ain't the issue. Mm. Aaron Rodgers, the issue. You can't that's go really? three and out, man. Okay, when that, spe- when that special yeah. team fiasco happened and they got, <laughs> got a punt block for a touchdown, you got the ball back. The game was tied. It was like four minutes Should've left in the done. game. You right. could you went three and out. Mm-hmm. Three and out. Mm-hmm. And Alan Lazard was wide open. And you're trying to chuck it at Devontae Adams, who was double teamed. Alan Lazard was wide open for a first down. That's Aaron Rodgers not trusting mm-hmm. his teammates. He loves Devontae. I love Devontae. But Alan Lazard is a solid wide receiver. He was wide open. Yeah. That's and he would make. I mean, if snow and all, we can. Let's put that aside, but he would have made that catch. I mean, he was wide open. He was wide Absolutely. Open. Aaron no just was on him. No was I, on I don't him. think he neglected him. I don't I don't I don't want to say he neglected he him, but I just think he was ball. so tunnel vision yeah. on getting it to Devontae Adams. <laughs> that I mean, it's just like you said, and and you know, the other thing, Mason Crosby missed a field goal in that game. He's been kind of going whatever. Jimmy G game. threw a pick I, in the red zone. Oh my I, that's Lord. fine. That's fine. But still, <laughs> oh you know, that's three we got right so there. many opportunities, man. I, I'm still taking, you know, obviously we have we can get into the whole coin toss situation, but if it had gone to overtime, I would still take Rodgers in that game. I oh, think yeah. he would end up winning it. Uh, if, you know, not all on Mason, it's mainly on Rodgers. But, man, I think, like you said, Sean, their best teams that they've ever had, they had Greg Jennings, they had uh, Jordy Nelson, who really came on when they won the Super Bowl. Jermichael Finley was a solid tight end back in the yeah. day for him. He had options, and now he's only really got two, and they actually have to start utilizing Aaron Jones in the slot more to really expand those weapons. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to be able to do if they have to start paying. I just people. feel like Green Bay, Green Bay has been a franchise that's 
like I say, they've been blessed with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So they feel like, well, we'll just we'll just we're going to be smarter than everyone else. and We're going to draft these playmakers in certain rounds and not really go pay and get the first round talent. Because if you think about it, a lot of free agents don't go to Green Bay. So, like, they have to do a lot through the draft. So that's how they draft. And I'm not trying to excuse Aaron Rodgers at all. But even if you're not, even if I'm just saying you need to get more receivers, they kind of need to go in that direction anyway because Aaron's not going to play forever. Mm -hmm. And you want to have some stud receivers in the wings growing up with Aaron. And then when he gets ready to leave, have somebody for Jordan Love. Because Jordan Love, if Jordan Love was out there, they're probably not even (laughs) in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they're, like they're gonna go through how Aaron went through. I'm not sure. I think it's maybe his first or second year, like where he kind of struggled a little bit. He got injured. Like they're gonna have that growing pain, but he picked it up after that. Jordan Love's probably gonna need a couple more years, and he's not gonna be able to do that with just. I mean, I don't even know Devonte would stay if Aaron ends up leaving because I think he, him, and Aaron are kind of like. Because I think I don't even know if he got his contract extension yet. They're gonna franchise kinda, tag him, franchise, yeah. if anything. So if they end up doing that, he might end up leaving after whenever or whenever. Because I think you only do it twice with the franchise tag. I think. Yeah. So if that's the, if that's the case, then if Aaron ends up leaving, I don't think Devontae's going to want to stay. So they got to start paying the piper and putting weapons out there, not so much for Aaron Rodgers, but for their next quarterback. Because their next quarterback, if he's the real – like, I, I, you know what I always think of is Dak. Dak wouldn't be half the quarterback if he didn't have those weapons. If he didn't have Zeke, Amari, <laughs> CD, the Cedric Wilson, like, they got a lot of guys. Blake drawing those guys that tied in, like, they got weapons. Dak ain't half of that if he just had CD and that's it out there and a bunch of two and a bunch of threes. He Dallas probably wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers, if I was him, and this is probably being dramatic, he probably just needs to. Hey, Green Bay did my time here. I don't, new, he needs new scenery because that so type too. of loss next year. <laughs> what are you going? What are we going to be talking about next year? His like, training camp situation. Aaron Rodgers gets his shit together against the 49ers, man. He's been swept by them yeah, in the playoffs. Owned, they've been owning them. They've been owning them. He's owned them. four he, against he the 49ers. He might own Chicago, but San Fran has a stake <laughs> in the Packers. Yeah, and the worst part is, this is the man. He he man, this is the man Jimmy he got passed. He he got passed by on, in the draft. He's like, man, 49ers, I'm gonna make you regret not drafting me. Man, beat them in the playoffs, then. Yeah. Mm. Beat them in the playoffs. They got Jimmy Garoppolo, a mediocre quarterback who could barely get touched. They got he got no touchdowns, man. All he does, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuels. Yeah, that's why he does. Man. You almost wonder if it, they would have been does. better on the road or something. Maybe they're just not good at home. Who knows? Maybe they need diversity to play on the road. It's something because it just does not make sense how you could be that dominant during the regular season, beating pretty good teams. They were dropping um, points, yeah. man. They're dropping 27, 30 points a game. They were rolling on offense. <laughs> yep. Especially the, especially the way the Packers finished the season. Oh, I, I had him on fantasy football. He was going <laughs> off, know, man. Yeah. He, yeah. He's dropping 300-plus yards, three tutties. Where is that, man? The guy has zero passing touchdowns. Yeah. It's an indictment on Aaron Rodgers. It's an indictment. Like, you can't not – like you say, all the you know people who were supporters of Aaron Rodgers, you kind of got to eat a little crow now. Because while on one hand he has the Super Bowl – that's been what a decade ago. That was a ago? decade ago, yeah. man. It, it's, it's not a lot of defending. You the can rise do and that. fall, man. Yeah, it's not a def- lot of defending. Like you say, he might just be a regular season quarterback, and you can talk about matches all you want to. The defense showed up. So in that they were, instance, they were phenomenal. Yeah, they were phenomenal. I don't know. <laughs> we just spent 30 minutes on Aaron Rodgers. That tells you how waste. disappointed we are in Aaron What a Rodgers. waste. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst game, and that's what we're focused on. Yeah, yeah, we focused on all that. Because it was just disappointing. He had the yeah. lowest scoring team in, in, in the playoff weekend. You know, all right, well, here, how about we go, Zoo? 
do you think that the Titans also need to move on from their quarterback? Because my God, man, he threw oh, three picks it, in that man. game against the Bengals, yeah. especially when your boy Derrick Henry's off an injury, getting barely three yards of carry. You can't place any reliance on your quarterback, and he throws three picks, man. Oh. Is anyone surprised? Nah, Tannehill, man, he's getting up there. He, he had two good years with them. I think they need to let him. Walk he's a product of Derrick Henry. Let's just call it what it is. If sure. he was playing with, if he played with Zeke this year, they probably not in the playoffs. Derrick now, Henry carried that team. I don't now, know, man. He he Dante took to the Foreman, man. Dante Foreman, sixty-six yards on four carries. Yeah, pretty good, man. Looked pretty he good. Did have, he did have that huge explosive run. I did. See yeah, that. he did. Yeah. 45 AJ yards. Brown had a monster yeah, game. Yeah, yeah he's a when he's, he's healthy. A, yeah. He's a freak, man. He's a I'm pretty player. sure I'm pretty sure only 80 of like Tannehill's 220 yards was to other receivers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure AJ Brown had about 140 of his 220. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. Julio did have some good catches too. I thought they were actually targeting him a lot in that game. Mm-hmm. Um Mixon just really once again couldn't get going. Burrow just kind of had a mediocre day, but they just pulled it out. Their defense came up big. I thought that the, the key to that game was just keeping Derrick Henry from breaking off any sort of even a 15-yard run. Because if you can not even allow him to see that, especially coming off an injury, there's only so much he can do. He's still got 20 carries. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. That, that was also kind of a rough game, but I'm glad the Bengals won, man. Dude, Joe Burrow's man, McPherson, mm. my lord, man. Drafting, drafting this rookie, man, coming in, hitting clutch field goals. Calling game calling before it. even yeah, yeah, calling game before even going for it. Going Oof. man, we go to the AFC title game. You know what that's called? The Sam Cassell celebration, big balls, man. That's what he got. <laughs> that's what that that's what that is, yeah. man. This dude's just going around like this and kicking a field goal. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh my lord, man. He got it done. <laughs> Joe Burrows with that offensive line issues, surv- mm. just trying to survive. Still got throwing over- nine times. Yeah, dude. I'm just like, dude is dying out there, man. He was dying out there. He still was able to throw over 348 yards. Jamar Chase, what what more can we say about more, about Jamar Chase? Elite. Too good. Dude, rookie wide receiver dropping back-to-back 100-yard games in the playoffs. All pro. Not the regular season. The playoffs. Yeah. My Lord. All Jesus pro is a rookie, Christ. man. That's not this easy to do. Man, this dude's ridiculous, man. Six targets, five catches, 109, man. My lord, what a nuclear weapon that they got they have over there in Cincy for the next decade. Next Chiefs, decade with Joe Burrow. Chiefs could struggle. Chiefs oh my could struggle lord. trying to stop him. Man. Yeah, Jamar, I think he, I'm to the point now he's just gonna get what he gets. Like I, he's kind of the guy like you you could have a game plan for him, but he's just gonna get open. So I would rather I would just say hey, Jamar's gonna get his yards, and I would probably be more focused on trying to stop Boyd and Higgins and Mixon because yeah, man. Chase. And you know what, Chase? He doesn't, like, Justin Jefferson, for instance, like, when you're watching his highlights, he looks way more explosive, Justin Jefferson, I'm saying, as, like, a route runner. Jamar, to me, seems not as explosive and overly fast, but he's just always open and catching yeah. and making tough catches. Yeah. Like, you I don't look at him. Uh, go ahead. I think I was just going to I think it's just how he steps, man. I think he's so, like, light on his feet that his yeah. cutting is what makes the difference with him. I think, like, he's not that fast. Like, he's, I mean, he's fast, let's be honest, but he's yeah. not Henry Ruggs Blazing. fast, you know, like uh, some of those guys that we've seen throughout the years. But his route running is ridiculous. And it's to what, like, Devontae tweeted, man. He's like, run real routes in practice because that's what you're going to be running in games. And I feel like a lot of these up-and-coming wide receivers have been doing that. The J.J.'s. Uh, Cooper Cup, another one, always wide open. Yeah, Mar Chase. Yeah, it's all just they 
run those routes all the time because they know if I just keep doing this, I'm going to get open on this every time and you can't do anything about it. So, And the chemistry with Burrow and Chase is definitely showing, not even just in the playoffs, but since they've been playing. Like they had those couple hiccups in the preseason, but after that, you kind of just can tell they've been playing ball together for a while. And that's smart on management to listen to your franchise quarterback to get the guy that he wants because it's obvious that when you get the guy for Joe Burrow that he needs – you're going to get results. And Joe Burrow's, like I said, man, he, he's, he should get, you know, I think the most impressive thing to me in that game was his toughness because he got knocked around a lot. He was getting hit and was getting up and was not really talking junk, but just kind of like someone like, okay, I'm still here. I'm going to be able to drive, drive the ball when I need to. And he did that. So, you know, I don't know what the odds are for the Bengals to make the Super Bowl, but I would like, I would throw money on that. If I had, if I had enough discretionary income, I would throw a little, little money on that. Because they're not going to be scared going to games. I think they're plus seven fifty, mm. so they're the they're the least favorite, obviously, yeah. <laughs> of the four I would, teams. I might throw a little money on that because they showed me a lot with that Tennessee game, and uh, I guess we could shift to I want I kind of want to shift to the Rams and Bucks. Yeah, Matt Stafford is another guy I got to give applause to. Mm. It was very hard on him throughout the season. Didn't think he had the goods to do it, especially in a couple of those games, NFC West games. I was just like, ah, I don't know, but he definitely in that last drive. <laughs> stared Tom Brady dead in the eyes and said, "Not today, sir." I'm <laughs> down the field, and it is happening like that. Throw to Cooper Cup. The only oh. thing that would have made that better is if maybe there was 14 seconds on the clock and he threw that, and they just that was like a walk off touchdown. That would the only yeah. thing that would have made it better. But the fact that he laid that, and like you say, apparently if you look back at the play, that was supposed to be like a kind of an all out blitz. There was a couple guys that still blitz from the secondary, and I think linebacker positions. But he laid that thing just perfect to Cooper Cup and. That 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 right there was a throw that I, I gotta give Stafford his credit, man. Cause I like I said, I was very hard on him because you know, you, you came from a loser franchise and you just don't think a guy that's been consistently losing all the time is gonna be able to show up in big moments like that. And I guess what I learned is sometimes players just need opportunity. Like it's just sometimes you're sur- it's it says more about the Detroit franchise yes. that Matt Stafford left them. Went to the Rams. Granted, he's got better talent on the outside, but he did have Calvin Johnson. And that they Calvin did, Johnson. Yeah, he did, <laughs> yeah. Have Calvin, he did have Calvin Johnson. But he came in and is one step away from putting him in the Super Bowl. Now, if I'm Jared Goff, I'm not impressed because I would be like, hey, I made it to the Super Bowl. So, But he he looks like the type of quarterback, if they make it to the Super Bowl, I would pick them to win if I was like, depending on the matchup. Because Stafford, Stafford, if you really go back and look at it, like they was on Tampa Bay's ass. Like, that game was not yeah. close. And it went for the Rams imploding. Like, that game would have been a blowout. It was their game to lose, and they almost lost it, man. I mean, they have yeah. four fumbles. Cam Akers fumbled twice. Cooper Cam Cup Akers. actually fumbled. That was ridiculous. And the Jaylen snap Ramsey over got the center. torched on one play with Mike Evans. It, Mike Evans. Yeah. yeah. Mike yeah. Evans had a big game. Mike I mean, Evans, man. Shout out to Mike Evans, man. Yeah. So productive. But I thought he was very, really going to do it there for a second. I was like, not again, man. You got, he, I mean, he's, he came back from 28 to 3. And it's funny because I think Al Michaels actually made that call live. He goes, hey, man, Tom's been here before. If he does it again, and then boom, a couple uh, quarter later, it was 27 all. And this time, man. somebody else left too much time, and it wasn't for Tom Brady. It was for Stafford, and he came through, man, to the guy that he's been working with all year. Not Cooper fitting. Cup. Cooper Cup came through, man. The dude is open oh. all the time, man. My God, that dude's route running is unbelievable. First unbelievable, man. Oh my goodness, Cooper Cup, man. One hundred eighty-three yards, man, on eleven targets. Jesus Christ, man. Jesus, yeah, he's a machine. Like, like it is wild how Matthew Stafford 
in his career. He has played with Cooper Cup and Calvin Johnson, who both have in the top five all time receiving yards. Yeah, first, yeah, that is that is why it's Matthew Stafford has been the quarterback. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a causation or correlation, but that's interesting. Like Cooper Cup having his historically great year and Calvin Johnson with his historic years, but that's something to know. And my lord, Cooper Cup, man, what a you could, stud! You, you could argue Stafford's like the most underrated quarterback in the last ten years. I think we just never got to see him do anything. Uh, he's, right? he's not, but the thing is, right now in the playoffs, he has been throwing picks. Yeah, that's that has true. been the key. That's like, been the difference. Like two touchdowns on high volume, like. 338 passes, 366 passing yards. Like he's going high volume right now. He's got zero interceptions. And I think that's the key for him to be successful. Because in the regular amazing. season, he was like a little on and off with the picks. Like he would have games where he'd throw multiple picks, and that's just putting the defense on a hole. But right now in the playoffs, right now, taking care of the ball and playing aggressive, playing aggressive. And I don't know, dinking and dunking. We're going for it. We're going mm-hmm. for it, man. You got when you try to beat beat Tom Brady, you gotta go for it. So mm-hmm. he played aggressive and they got rewarded and I got a shout out again, Sean McVay, man. This dude, this dude's a hell of a head coach, man. Dude's a hell of a head coach, and they're getting it done, man. And it looks Younger like than Tom. That's <laughs> oh, crazy. And he beat him. He got his revenge, man. He got his revenge on Tom for that Super Bowl. Yeah, man. And he almost ball. pulled it off. That was like, ugh. but that was more of a product of L.A. doing it. Like they messed themselves. It wasn't so yeah, much the Bucks were man. were good, like. Uh, you know, that, I still think if we never play that game again, I think the Bucks or not the Bucks, but the Rams would probably win yeah. convincingly. So they screwed themselves over more. And transitioning to the transition to the last game, uh, you know, Josh Allen. He the thing about him, I think, is underrated. Is and I I oh, I knew this, but just I think on that last drive or last two drives, his like feel he's an athlete and he can run like you know can run around, but his if you notice how his runs, like, you know, some quarterbacks run and they'll get to the first down, but they'll, like, put the ball out. And he runs like he wants to run you over. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is, that is, that is, I like that characteristic in a quarterback. I like that. Mm-hmm. He's built different, man. The dude's 6'5", <laughs> 240. 6'5". Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. unheard of. And, and his ability to be that big and that mobile, like, this dude, this dude in Iowa, he was called Tortuga. You know what that is? That's Spanish for a turtle because he was turtle. so slow. He was so slow back in high school. Dude, the NFL, man, he's like freaking beast, 6'5". Like the bigger this dude is, the faster he is right now because this guy literally is like a linebacker running yeah, people yeah. over when he runs the football. Because like, like I said, Josh Allen is the best running back on the team. And this dude is yeah. legit a dual threat. And, it, and some of those touchdowns, shout out to Gabriel Davis. Oh, went off. Look at the monster. What is this dude? Beast. Dude, was always open. <laughs> he he Stefan was drawing the coverage and he was taking advantage. Ten targets, eight receptions, two hundred one yards. My lord, man, that Four is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. So I, I, my, I thought the God. difference maker though was Mahomes actually matched Josh Allen in rushing in this game, and that that he's set up all, the Chiefs sneaky so many times. It bailed the Chiefs out of you know maybe some third and eights, third and sevens. Mahomes would just get it. He had that one really long, I think it was like a 40-yard run. Absolutely ridiculous. In such a close game where it was going back and forth there at the end, that 70-ish yards that he put on the ground, especially when Edwards Alaire still, you know, had some nice runs, but really, you know, still coming off an injury. Um, You know, Darrell Williams wasn't playing. McKinnon did have some big plays too. 
But that Mahomes running game definitely saved the Chiefs in a couple instances. But you know, there was a bet. There was a bet that was like that I saw. I didn't do it, but it was like a bet saying over under Mahomes rush yards twenty. And I feel mm. like that was relatively low because he I feel like in the playoffs, just the re- his recent history in playoffs, he always has those 15, 20 yard scampers, one or two a game. He his always ends up doing that. Yeah. <laughs> he always usually he always usually does that. So I was like, that could have been free money for somebody. But yeah. uh, what a ridiculous guy. I, I mean, I, I virtual man. I'm gonna keep beating Holy this drum, God. dude. Kelsey's going up there in the tight end rankings. One Absolutely. of my homeboys hit me up and he was just like, Oh, whoa, 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 hold on, Gronk. I get it. Gronk's a way more complete tight end. But Kelsey, just go look at his receiving yards alone. They're like wide receiver numbers. Automatic 1,000 yards every yeah, year. Yeah, every he's year. He's always open. He's the one that's always open. He's another one always. of those guys. And, he's, and, and if you really look at all their close games, go look at who he always looks to. It's always Kelsey. Yeah, security block. He always looks to Kelsey. He's, yep. I mean, Tyreek and those guys get open, and they're big play guys, but he's – Always looking for Kelsey. And if Kelsey's not there, he's usually either chucking away or scampering for another 10 yards. And shout outs to Travis Kelsey, who got that touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I hit my parlay, baby. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Tony, baby. I'm the last play of the game. That's wild. Dang. Yeah, I had every I had every single one. I had Bengals plus four and a half. I had Niners plus five and a half. Hey, I had over in the Rams Bucks game. And I had Bill's money line. And when they scored with 13 oh, seconds left, <laughs> I was like, bring it on. But then I saw those three timeouts down there and I was like, this ain't gonna be good. A lot of people say where they lost it is them kicking it out of the end zone. They should have squibbed it. Yeah, and they I agree. should've they should have squibbed it. Yep. I agree. I agree, man. They that it at least take up, five seconds off the clock. That yeah, takes one of those plays away. They would have had to Hail Mary it. You know what I think that is a product of, though? I think it's because that was such a huge moment, and it was just so overwhelming of like, oh, my God, like we're going to do this. We're going to win this game. That you're just seconds. like, oh, you're probably just like, kick it off, kick it off. Who cares? Yeah. We gotta. You're not thinking strategically, which you should be, because there's got to be somebody probably on the staff that's like, no, 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 hey, hey, we should be squibbing this. And, and I don't know, maybe they did or not. But that's what cost them the game because – Mahomes, that's 13 seconds too uh too many 13 seconds too Ridiculous. long. Yes. Yeah. Man, man that passed him back. Man, that pass to Tyreek, man. Did, well, you got Tyreek Hill, man. He shot out of a can. My bro. lord. He My lord. Crazy. This dude, like obviously Patrick Mahomes, special player. But having Tyreek Hill, that elevates you. That mm-hmm. elevates you. Get, get a little that but then boom, that yards after catch, man. My lord, Tyreek Hill is special. Well, you know what he does? He takes that little hop step back every single time he catches the ball, almost to just assess who's around him. And if he sees that he's got any space, he just shoots that gut, man. And it's just absolutely ridiculous to watch him play. He does you know, a little he, jump step. He, he 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 got way more explosive in um, the NFL, of course. But when he was at Oklahoma State, like it, they, I think it was the year Florida State had won, and they were playing at Jerry World for like. Against against Oklahoma State, and he single handedly almost won that game. And I was like, "Who the heck is Tyree? Like, who is it? Like, he was doing kickoff return, punt return, like, uh, freaking running back. Like, he was doing every position that was like a playmaking position. I was like, this guy's <laughs> gonna be like a steal in the draft. Now he had a lot of off the field issues, so that's why people were like kind of wary of him. But man, dude, like he when he touches the ball, he is truly legit. Anywhere on the field, they could be at the one. If you can just throw him a screen pass on the goal mm-hmm. line, and you mm-hmm. it's you're fearful he could take it 99. Yep, that's how explosive he is. So it's like you say, your point is because the dude's speed is on another level. Man. <laughs> this dude runs by someone and weighs like bye-bye. He, yeah. He's not even in the end zone yet. He's 15 yards out. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Celebrate before that, man. Yeah. So really oh, quick, we're gonna get into like I guess you could say the conference championship games. Uh, you know, to me, the most interesting matchup is the Bengals and the Chiefs, just solely off of they played not too long ago in the regular season. And the Bengals got the better of them on that. So I want to see kind of how Kansas City comes into that game. Like, we're trying to get you guys. Um, you know, the Rams and 49ers, that is the hardest one for me to pick because I, I had can make a compelling case for both teams. Like, 49ers, momentum base. I don't know if the Rams have anybody. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's an elite corner, but sticking on Debo because he's just, he lines up everywhere. You can't just, Jalen Ramsey can't go travel with him in the back, you know in the backfield. So it's, that's a game it, I could honestly see as a pickup. You could pick either team. I'm trending towards Kansas city because uh, at some point youth has got to matter with the Bengals. Like you can't just be yeah. free. Like, ah, no, like yeah. the Atlanta no playoffs to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, you know, you know, my, so, my, talk. my things about Cinderella stories, man, <laughs> the Atlanta yeah. Hawks, right? Zoo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ain't ain't going to end pretty man. Cool story. Yeah. Now the real dogs. You're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not playing against Ryan Tannehill anymore. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill. You're playing against Patrick Mahomes with those weapons. <laughs> they going back to the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> it could be a shootout. Because Burrow oh, yeah, had I, to have yeah, a yeah. Burrow, Burrow will be throwing it. And, he, and I feel like they might be going on fourth down, too. They're going to be ultra, ultra aggressive like the Buffalo Bills. But yeah. <laughs> they, this, <laughs> and remember, the Niners also beat the Rams both times this year. They won an overtime in the second game, and they blew them out the first time they met up. They I didn't so, know. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they, you know, and that was with Kittle out. I think he might have missed the first game when they actually blew him out. Uh, he might have been back because I think that that overtime game was week 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but, look, I that, I, Sean, I'm with you, man. Whatever, you know, the Rams probably are going to be about minus three just because of the home field advantage, even though they're, you know, San Fran's going to travel. Let's be honest. Yes. It's only about a 40-minute flight. Game, they're traveling, yeah. Uh, LA is not a very home field advantage type town, um, similar to a Miami, I guess you could say. Yeah. But it, it, I'm going with the Chiefs, and, and I'm going to go with the Rams. I do think those, you know, Zoo got to got to do the Zoo I, tactic, I, pick yeah. the favorites, you know. Um, but I would week. prefer. <laughs> yeah, true. Not last week. True. Besides oh, the Chiefs. <laughs> but I, I would actually prefer to see like a, a Rams Bengals game. I think that would be interesting. Just kind of a very yes, veteran, veteran yes. defensive team versus a very young offensive team. I think that's a good storyline because nah. we all wanted Chiefs Packers, man. But your boy chose yes. Aaron, man. Screwed that all up. I'm, I'm never going to get that matchup. It's over. Well, unless Aaron goes to a new team next year and he erases. Man, Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't know. I just feel a lack of like. Anger, competitive spirit. He doesn't, he doesn't got that Tom Brady. I'm pissed off at losing, man. He doesn't yeah, got that. I, I just, I just, I just feel like he's like, man. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I got my chill life, man. Life is good. I'm like, Carmelo fuck Anthony, your life, man. man. I want pissed off, Aaron. I think him winning so early screwed that Spoiled up. Spoiled him. True. If he would have won in like 2016, I think he would have maybe ran off more championships and been more hungry. Then again, I think him winning so early, you know, you have that kind of uh, Brady won young got in the bag. Yeah, but I, I think Aaron had more to do with his winning early than Brady did. Brady was carried by his fair. defense. Plus, two, it matters where you're drafted. I know Aaron's pissed off that he got drafted late in the first round, but Brady was like a six-round pick. He's always got that looking up the hill like type mentality. He yep. never—that's what made him as good as he is now, because yep. he 
you know, in his eyes, felt like he should have been an early round draft pick, but he didn't get drafted to the sixth sixth round. So he's going to always have that underdog mentality. Yeah, I think for me though, Chiefs and Rams is what I would most likely want to see and what I would pick. I did. I kind of forgot that the 49ers won twice, so that means I automatically have to pick the Rams because it's hard I'd, to beat a team three times. Yeah, I just thought of it. Is this going to be a rematch? Chiefs, 49ers. Uh, oh yeah, I was thinking yeah, about that. That's I, the I one I'm trying to I'm avoid. Just, I'm, just, I'm just like, dang, a freaking rematch, freaking defense versus offense again. <laughs> yeah. Same Those quarterback. Debo being too. even more, and Debo being way more involved than. Maybe it would have been this. You know what's going to be crazy, though? Say that does happen. What do you do at San Francisco if Jimmy G wins the Super Bowl? Because it's obvious that he's not the quarterback for them. He They're winning in wow. spite of If him. they win a Super Bowl, it's Trey Lance, because of him. Trey Lance, sit on the bench, man. We're going to ride with the guy, even though even though he he's just riding the bandwagon, man. The defense, the running game. You you wanna, if become- you win a Super Bowl, you got to reward that, man. You got to pay the man and let him keep his job because he didn't have to do more, man. You think he it would become like how uh, Foles and I was Carson Wentz? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Philadelphia, you're done for the next – you, I give you a break for the next 20 years, man. You got you got a championship, man. Yeah. You're yeah. off the hook for the next dec- two decades. You won a championship. The Philadelphia. Think about the Philadelphia Eagles got a championship before the Cowboys mm-hmm. with all the talent the Cowboys have. That is – And the Giants got two. <laughs> Talk about America's team, man. Yes, that's just so embarrassing. That's probably the most embarrassing story in the NFL. The Philadelphia Eagles and the and the Giants have been more relevant in the division than the Cowboys were, but they still yep. get all the pub. I see why people hate Cowboys fans because it's like you would think the Cowboys just if you just came from outer space and landed and watched sports news for a week, you would think the Cowboys have won the last twelve Super Bowls. You would think that you'd be like, God, this team they keep talking about every day. They They've won every Super Bowl. Like, no, actually, it's been since, what, the 90s that they won one? Yeah, it's just a very 90s thing for America to say, man. That's all I'll say. It very fits the 90s, man. Yeah. That's about 30 years ago now, so we can put that behind us. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, But we're going to see. It's going to be. I think these games will not be as good as the divisional round games, but I think they'll still be, you know, somewhere up there in terms of being a regular playoff game and exciting for – the four fan bases that are looking to go to the Super Bowl. So we're going to be keeping our eyes on that. This last topic we're going to get into real quick. Um, NBA is pretty much past, past the halfway point. NBA All-Stars coming up soon. So uh, we thought to, you know, give you guys, because a lot of people are doing the fan voting and all that type of stuff for the NBA All-Star starters. So kind of want to get the guys' thoughts on who they would have personally in their, I guess, starting five for the East and West. And uh, Pete Bush, I'm going to start with you. All right, man. I guess I'll start with the West. Um, man, it's actually kind of hard. I was just looking at like the fan voting and I was like, okay, you know, front court, you got LeBron and Jokic. I think those two guys are a lock, lock. in the front court. Mm-hmm. Got to have lock. LeBron, even though the Lakers are, you know, very Shrug- up and down this year. Struggling, the not even bad, man. Struggling, they're bad. yeah. They're bad. They're bad team. Um, but it's LeBron, man. He's always going to be there. Um, he's Adam Silver's boy. Um, but you know, then it, it, Wiggins and PG follow and, you know, Wiggins is having a decent year, but I don't think he's at an all-star level PG, you know, once again, just a, a big name to throw out there. I'm putting and he's Kat. injured. Yeah. yeah and he's injured. Exactly. I'm actually putting cat in there Same. as my Same. third front court. Um, I know zoo, you're not going to uh. like this, Sean. <laughs> I was thinking about Rudy. I was thinking about Rudy. He's oh, a to watch Rudy no, all-star game. No. Now listen, 16 and 15 and two blocks, and look how the Jazz are doing when he's out. There you go. All right? 
Boom. That's the end of the argument. He, he, he get yeah. his fat I ass put Rudy the in there because of that. He get, he get I, his ass on the bench, man. I, I'm not, I don't want a Rudy in the starting lineup. I agree. And that's why I'm saying he needs to still make it, He'll but I like Cat. He's he's more exciting to watch. Um, but uh, in, in the guard backcourt, I think the two are the lock. Got to go Steph Curry, Ja. Yeah, um, yeah. That's my backcourt. Yeah, um, I have, ex- I have exact, got, same, exact, exact same, same on the West. Exact same. Yeah, it is yeah. wild because usually, usually you got more luck because Carl Anthony Towns making that. That's just uh, obviously an outlier here because there's all these injuries to like, like Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Usually those mm-hmm. are the guys that the make it. Stars, yeah. But this year, like there, there's some open spots right now just because of injuries. Yeah, and a lot of, especially a lot in the of West. Dudes, yeah, a lot of dudes can make it for, like first time opportunities. And a lot, obviously, a lot of like, like everyone's like smushed in. Like there's not like you got like Phoenix and Golden State out there. Even um, Memphis, I guess, is up there now too. But all, a lot of the teams in the West, like they they got similar records. So I feel like there's a lot of gonna be a lot of nude bees coming in. But yeah, I got the exact same list as you, man. I so see. You, my, I think no. I just I had the <laughs> same with John. I had John Steph in the front or back court. That LeBron and Jokic in the front court. And I was deciding between between Towns and Gobert. And I just – I'm not a big fan of Gobert either, but he affects their winning so much that you got to keep him in there because he's still really good defensively. And if yeah. – like, say if Carl Anthony Towns had them at Minnesota maybe in a sixth position or seventh position, I would – You know who kryptonite is? Nicholas Batum. That's all I got to say. Wait, Nicholas Batum. Yeah, he shut him down. Dude, when Ty Lue put Nicholas Batum in the lineup as a stretch Because he's small, Zoo. My yeah, lord, prop. Rudy Gobert, man. A deer in headlights, man. He'll play like, like three minutes in an all-star game. He's not going to be out there. Yeah, long. he just but he deserves to be. And the Jazz, today. listen, I'll put it this way. Take, take, okay, so I don't know. Think of any center. Now, you can't say Carl Anthony Towns because if, the Jazz at Carl Anthony Towns, and I would be looking at the Jazz. It's like a okay, they're a contender in the West. But say you take Gobert out, the Jazz, the Jazz ain't doing nothing because I love Donovan Mitchell, but he's still at the end of the day a six three guard, and he'll just be gunning shots. And I don't know who they would have to be defensively, not as an offensive threat. Defensively, the Jazz would fall completely off because there's nobody on that on that on that starting five that you could trust. That's why I'm putting Gobert there just because of their success. If the Jazz were like sixth or seventh, I'd probably put Carl Anthony Towns there. But they win with Gobert in the lineup, so I kind of yep. got to put him there. Even though I'm not a huge Gobert fan at all. I mean, it's it's a tough call. It's going to be a close All Star, but I think there's like at least or four you could maybe maybe Draymond. You could throw if you don't want to put he's Draymond up there. in there. Man, you can put Draymond in there. Their man, team's bro. winning and he's all famer, bounce bro. back year. <laughs> he is. He's making a basketball Hall of Fame. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. First off, don't get this. Is not a just a quick aside. It is a. I'm not putting. Travesty. I can't put. I can't put a guy averaging less than eight points in an All Star game. It goes against my rules, man. That's fair. Draymond's eight, really good. Though. He's really points. good at what he does. And but, he's good at what he does. But you know what he is? A superstar role player. That's yeah. what he is. He's a superstar role player, man. He's he a leader role, role player. He well, does his role. Has yeah. high impact. I, he's probably not, I, he's, put, I ain't put him in my all-star games. Not starting. Well, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put not him in on the starting. bench either. Oh, okay. Now you're now you wilding. Now you're wilding. I'd put if him in. Iguodala and Luol Dane can make it just by yeah, averaging yeah, 18. On, he can do it by averaging 8, 8, and 8. Yeah. He can get Whatever it he's on averaging the team. This year. You know what that is? Triple single. <laughs> yeah? Nah. I ain't Still better than guy. Russ. Uh, all right. So, y'all got for East. Oh, Ooh, East is a lot easier. Nah, East is easy, man. Front court, Giannis. Katie, yeah. Joel Embiid, lot. But Katie, if Katie's not going to play, 
I put KD down, but I don't know if he's gonna play. So yeah, I don't know same. Who to put there. I put Jason Tatum. That was my guy. I'm not mad at that. There's really nobody Especially else. Especially at the forward position, yeah. In, yeah, Especially the in the front position. court. Jimmy Butler, he, maybe, but I don't know what that was. The other and other one I considered. But is he yeah. a guard or a forward? He know. technically plays small forward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Tatum, man. That's something like, eh. No, he's been balling. He's, he's got, he dropped the 50 awful. piece. So exactly. I, yeah. 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 He can be in there. Passes man. your standards. So, so, too? Yeah. Of course, man. Of course, man. At the guard right. position. What do you got? Uh, don't Those you dare. Those Bulls, boys, baby. DeMar and Zach, baby. DeMar, really? DeRozan, and Zach Levine. Stop, dude. That's bad. Come on now. Bias? I would. You don't yeah. think DeMar DeRozan deserves to start? DeMar definitely. He does. But not Zach. No. Not I'd Zach? Put Trey Young over Zach. What? Yeah. Trey. Yeah. You know Trey. what he is? Do you know what Trey Young's doing right now? 28 not even, not even in the play-in He's tournament, man. He's no. not in the play-in tournament. Hey, dude, just look at their numbers, man. I mean, Trey's Trey numbers putting up no, 28 crazy. I have a rule. He's always putting up 30 and 10. That's crazy. Then you can't put Cat in over Gobert. He's not in yeah, the exactly. play-in tournament, man. Then you can't put Cat in over Gobert. It'll be Bush. <laughs> no, Minnesota is in the play-in tournament. Oh, They're come the on. They're in the 7th <laughs> The Hawks are like 12. Bullshit, the Hawks are man. like 12. Come on. Dude, they're 12. Dude, the old, they're only in front of teams that are tanking. Orlando, who's openly tanking. Detroit, who are tanking. And the Indiana Pacers, who the GM said, we're selling our entire roster. They're only better than three teams in the East. And the all of them are, are trying to lose games. They are actively trying to lose games. So out of know, the man. team, so out of the teams in the East that are trying to win, they're dead last. Unfortunately, though, Zoo, it's going to be Trey Young over Zach. Yeah, it's not. He's Trey, leading Trey him in is... votes. That's just a fact. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, hopefully, the coaches take a look at their record and be like, "God damn!" Do Don't worry, he'll they're still make not, it. They're not in the play-in tournaments. Play-in. I'm not talking about the playoffs. I'm talking about play-in. They they will get there, Zoo. Don't yeah, don't worry about it. Well, well, we're talking right now. We're looking. Where right were they now. last year at this time? Well, they fired they the coach and got Nate McMillan. They fired no coach right now, man. <laughs> they can make a trade deadline move. We don't know that. Zach will make the All Star team, but uh, he's yeah, oh for sure. Plus, he, yeah, yeah, I might have yeah, some time yeah, too. Yeah, you're putting an All Star starter. That's not in the play-in tournament. Yeah, because he's basically averaging 30 and 10. Yeah. yeah I'm going to do that. Sorry. Absolutely. 30 and 10 is hard to do. Over 24 and plus, dude, and he's like, he's like He's like six foot, 130 pounds doing it. What's that like, have to do with anything? He's super that, small. I don't, I, don't, I don't care if he's four foot two, man. I don't care how impressive he is, how skilled he is. I'm, I mean, looking, at, I'm looking at he's not in the play-in tournament. That's it. That's a team game, though. This is yeah. all stars individual. Game, but do you know it's a team game? But there's only five dudes on the court. What yeah. was that? What was Zach Levine's stats last year? I'm pretty sure you was trying to see if Zach 27, Levine. 27, 5, and 5. And you would have if and he was was he an all-star he last year? Yes, he was an all-star on the bench. He deserved yeah, he to be bench. on the bench because his team was Garbo. And right now, the Atlanta Hawks, as I predicted, they're I think garbage. The Bulls were worse than the Hawks were right now. No, they were at the same exact spot, man. Outside of the play-in yeah. tournament. If we're really being frank, the play-in doesn't really mean you're in there. You have to play your win into the playoffs. It's not like you're in the playoffs. Well, yeah. uh, exactly. It'd be different if, you, if they were like a the six seed. Or, you're not like, in the playoffs or the play-in. Do you know what they are? 
the garbage shoot, man. Chilling with the Orlando Magic, Detroit. 30 and 10 is impressive. Trey Young's also great to watch in the All-Star game. They both are, obviously, so is Zach. Yeah, he's great They're to both going to make it, but I he's still think Trey Young, they great. need a ball handler. He's great to watch, and he'll be chilling on the bench. And you were talking about the coaches, Zoo. I'm pretty sure that when the coaches are voting on these players, they game plan way more for Trey than Zach. Absolutely. Way more. They're probably game planning more for Demar on really oh, yeah. the whole team because it's more of a team effort. I feel like with the Bulls, but like they're if you stop Trey with Atlanta, like John Collins, like DeAndre Hunter, no, Kevin Herter, Kevin no. Herter, let's go, no. baby. And he's no. averaging ten assists with guys like Man, explain the record. He played all those games. Defense, defense is off. Yeah, you know why? Trey Young sucks at defense. All He's right, part so of the problem. Nobody cares it. about defense in freaking All Star games. Like exactly. Nobody. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about starting. I'm talking about starting on an Eastern Conference team. Oh, Look, dude, I want to see them both start, but I just don't. It's not going to happen. What's, yeah, that's how I feel. Like, no, I don't because I think Trey. Trey didn't exactly. make the All Star team last year, <laughs> I take man. That back. Trey right, didn't make the All Star team last year. Wait, so what is the vote? Is fans, coaches, and what else? Media. 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 They Trey's need to wait the fans, the fans down the this way, man. The fans actually do have too much of a say, I feel like. Yep. Because what is it? Andrew – I mean, Andrew Rickens has had a good year. But wasn't he, like, really high in the all-star voting? Third in front court. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that Golden <laughs> State media team, man, they're doing some work. Because Andrew Rickens ain't no all-star. He yeah, ain't man, no they're all-star. They're just asking the tech companies to just yeah, 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 vote, yeah, yeah. vote, vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he ain't no all-star, man. My Lord. That's the worst one up there. He's the worst one up there, by the way. Like, if you're looking at actual rankings, I think of, like, I mean, he's not, like, a bad player, of course, but, like, no. he's way too Man, high for his. Do you his, remember the worst, club. though? The worst fan vote ever? When Zaza Pachulia almost <laughs> made the all-star team. As a Dude, didn't Yao, Yao Ming almost made it, like, three years after he retired or something like that it was still like discussing retirement and he almost made it man yeah the man. fan voting they that that kind of needs to be they need to adjust it it needs to be more with coaches and what is it media they need to have a little bit more say because yeah the fan voting can get really out of whack um and like you say this will fluctuate because with injuries and all that type of stuff like there's going to be players that make it for the first time and they're going to be substituted in like i said i didn't even think about tatum just because boston's hadn't been that i just i really haven't watched a lot of boston this year actually i just oh, their teams oh, all you gotta know is that they're great at blowing games man they're yeah great they're bad at, at that they're great i keep telling people team. they got it they got to break they got to break that up i don't it's not gonna work i just you know where he's going pathway that's who the atlanta hawks are gonna trade for the tail? They're going to try and pull off a trade for one of the two. They need to, man, if they want to turn something trade around. For Brown. My Tatum. God. Tatum, they're not going to let go of Tatum. Celtics ain't that dumb, man. Yeah, they should Jalen Brown for John Collins. Well, they got to figure something out because once they are they get halfway through those contracts and they start getting leverage to go and leave, Boston better do something, get something for them. Yep. Until Boston can get a – like, I don't know how they can do it. But either through draft or free agency, they got to find a point guard. If they can't find a point guard, those two are never going to be maximized. So they, yep. if, maybe you know, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is from Atlanta, Metro Atlanta. Maybe actually isn't a bad. I don't know what they would actually give Boston back. But yeah. Collins, Herder, couple picks. Especially if they're going to finish bottom this year, those picks mm-hmm. could be worth something. And you could just, you know, groom maybe around Collins and. Find some picks, yeah. but I don't know. They 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 either need to get a point guard or just break them up. 
you know. Do you know who I the Atlanta Hawks need, man? Guy. Atlanta Hawks need Ben Simmons. Well, that ain't gonna happen because then I don't know who. What? Uh... <laughs> Do you just see the report today? James Harden testing yeah. free agency. That's Daryl um, Morey. Daryl Morey's been leaving him twenty voicemails a day. That's why. Smart. He's gonna get. He gets what he wants, man. Harden and John envied, man. Oh my lord. I don't. I don't like. I don't like. Listen, he he begged and pleaded to get to Brooklyn when he was in Houston, and all of a sudden, I don't like living in Brooklyn. Come on, dog. We all know what the signs are. He's trying to get. He's testing free agency right now, and he's gonna be able to pick where he wants to go, which will more than likely be the 76ers. That's where he. I mean, he got to Game Seven with Daryl Moore. I think he trusts him, and he probably likes Doc. So I don't know. But I will be interested to see the Ben Simmons saga come to a head soon because that's it's getting kind of tiresome. Yeah, it's getting tiresome. I, I just need I want to see Lord, him. Man. He's a he's a good player. He's not great. I want to see him on the court doing what he does, whether that's with the 76ers or with another franchise. I just don't know who that would be. But like I say, the starters that will fluctuate. We'll see how it ends up all out, uh, unfolding. You know, NBA, like I said, you know, it's going to be a huge topic on this podcast coming soon because, you know, with the championships coming up this weekend and then the Super Bowl, that's going to be it for football, you know, and then, you know, we'll have the little necessary break and then we'll start talking a little bit about draft and stuff like that. But the NBA is going to start picking up, so you guys need to tune in for that. All the latest and greatest content on Bullheaded underscore pod on our Twitter, Facebook, uh, doing a couple of things with TikTok, but mainly Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So make sure you guys follow that. Follow the podcast, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all, all those major platforms. And for me, Zoo, Pete Bush, we're out.